Hello, everyone, and welcome to the B2B Marketing Podcast. My name is Dave Rowlands. I'm the editor at B2B Marketing, and I'm joined today by Andrew Colwell and Liz Brocken at FleetSolve. Um, so, Andrew, Liz, thank you very much for joining me today. Before we really get into the big questions, um, could you just please just introduce yourself and uh, tell us a little bit about what you and FleetSolve do? Hi, David. Uh, hi, everybody. Uh, thank you for the invite, first and foremost, and uh, for obviously for facilitating the podcast today. Very much appreciated. Uh, I'm Andrew, Andrew Colwell, and I'm the Marketing Director at FleetSolve. Having joined the business in February of last year, which was about four weeks or so just before COVID-19 became a thing. Um, in terms of FleetSolve, uh, just to put things in context a bit for everybody listening, the government legislated that the UK has to reach uh, net zero greenhouse gas emissions by 2050 and achieving this sort of clean growth whilst ensuring an affordable decarbonize energy supply for businesses and consumers. It's at the heart of the UK's industrial strategy. So for the last 20 years or so, FleetSolve has been helping major UK businesses achieve this cost-effective, reliable, sustainable energy future. And predominantly, we do that via our carbon zero biofueled combined heat and power units, or CHPs as they're known. And just to give you a bit of context for them, an individual CHP will probably power an entire hospital or a supermarket or a, a major university building. So we provide the energy services on a 24-7 basis. We work across all major industry sectors, uh, multiple power-critical environments, amongst others, retail sites, supermarkets, NHS hospitals, chemical plants, industrial manufacturing sites, hotels, conferencing centers, prisons, schools, universities, etc., etc. Fantastic. Thank you very much. And Liz, how about yourself? What's your role at FleetSolve? Yeah. Hi, David. Hi, everyone. Yeah, I'm Liz Brocken. I'm the HR business partner for FleetSolve. I joined FleetSolve September last year, so just come up to 12 months, um, obviously in the middle of a pandemic. Um, I was introduced into the business um, to support the growth of FleetSolve um, and to grow our workforce um, really for, for the future. Um, I'm looking at how we can attract and retain our employees moving forward. Okay, fantastic. Thank you very much. So um, today, what we're here to talk about really is the relationship that marketing has with other departments. Um, and we'll get onto the, the relationship with HR a little bit later. Um, but Andrew, you know, in, in a recent call, you mentioned to me that over the course of the pandemic, you found that marketing has been working much closer with other departments. Um, so how have you found that marketing's relationship with sales specifically has changed over this period? And what benefits has this delivered? I think um, sales are, are similar as a department with other departments throughout uh, the pandemic because the reality is that alignment with most departments has become much closer um, throughout the pandemic and sales has, has been no different really, um, particularly working with uh, the business development team as a whole but also on individually on major bid opportunities. So um, in general terms, uh, we've been quite granular uh, we've offered some more brand support and facilitation and, and particularly making sure that the guys have the appropriate toolkit because what we've got to remember is we need to underpin this quote unquote this new way of selling and creating that digital dialogue as well that underpins it all so i think one of the things that's been really important is using time wisely uh, during covid 
So at certain moments, there have been small pockets of less hectic times. Uh, the opportunity with sales was to use that to develop deeper relationships, to learn a lot more, uh, and to understand just what support they needed. It became really valuable because you really sort of, I'm not really a fan of the deep dive expression, but that's exactly what we did in terms of understanding the audience that the sales guys were um, having conversations and dialogue with, what that audience's challenges were, where we could find them best, what sort of propositions would resonate best, what channels were best to communicate with, um, how to do that, how to follow that up, and how to provide that toolkit really for the sales guys to, um, to really get the best out of that sort of digital dialogue. And it's probably worth adding into that context was that in December of last year, we rebranded the whole business so that we were delivering a whole host of internal, external and sales deliverables that you would expect really that came as part of any rebranding program. So there's quite a really close alignment with the sales team. So would you say that that alignment has kind of reached a, a new status quo or do you think it's been more of a, a temporary fix during the pandemic perhaps to help sales connect with their customers more absolutely no going back really isn't uh, we've created new benchmarks new ways of working i think both functions experience the benefits and the value of working closer together we now have a much deeper mutual understanding and and more flexibility and more agility uh, to marketing i would like to think are, are able to react quicker to a more sort of laser-like focus of requirement for what the sales team needs. So no, it's it, there's a new way of working now. There's no going back. Absolutely. Yeah, that's something we've heard a lot of. So there's, there's no change there really, but it's good to get that confirmation. Um, so mm. perhaps to bring Liz a little bit into the conversation, because I know you've been waiting patiently um, in the wings. Um, you know, the changing relationship between sales marketing is something we've obviously heard a lot about this last year. Um, but, you know, it's still understanding. Uh, interesting to understand how it's changed but perhaps even more interestingly um, you know Andrew you mentioned to me recently that marketing and HR now have a much closer relationship than at the start hmm. so you know how do you both how and why do you think this relationship has changed? Uh, I think that initially if you don't mind Liz I, I, I just think that probably by necessity initially almost there was things like COVID related team communications that were really important for disseminating disseminating factual information across the business but also as you know time progressed and the months progressed we had to use other sort of digital channels for comms to allow that comms to come back in the other direction whether it be whatsapp teams etc but as the the pandemic progressed other things stood out for me i think that we were in a significant growth phase at fleet solve i mean we continue to grow and recruit and liz talked before about her reason for joining the business uh, and we even moved, I mean, apart from we had lots of people to recruit, we even moved uh, our um, headquarters to a new site that was 10 times larger than the old one. So as a result, this whole recruitment model um, had to change with COVID. It was sort of much less a reliance on a traditional agency model and a need for greater departmental partnering between marketing and HR because we had that focus on digital recruitment and a digital-only recruitment process. So you've then got marketing principles uh, being applied to almost became like a campaign. So audience targeting, messaging, content, outreach, destination marketing, creating a branded and bespoke applicant tracking system, candidate communications, all the way through to 
team onboarding, collateral and support. I, I don't know what you think, Liz, whether you sort of agree with that. Yeah, I think I think for, for me, you know, it's been vital over the last 18 months um, for HR and, and marketing to work really closely together um, because communication and engagement has been key. You know, we've had a majority, like most organisations, majority of our workforce working from home. Um, we've had to communicate and engage, use different ways of working, different channels, um, looking at digitally communicating, um, you know, that engagement piece, as as Andrew's just said, with regards to recruitment, we've had to look at, um, you know, working really closely with the marketing team to look how we can recruit um, at pace quite quickly, engaging um, talent. So the, the two departments have had to, work together really closely to get that and to get that end, end result and obviously to have an engaging workforce has just been key over the, the past 18 months. Yeah, of course. And again, you know, as, as with the marketing and sales question earlier, do you think this relationship will ever go back to the way it was or do you think you've now reached a, a new status quo, a new kind of understanding between one another about how you work together? Yeah, I don't think it'll go back. I think we have um, got a new understanding. I think, you know, especially for, for me, you, I appreciate more what marketing and HR can, can bring together by working collaboratively. So I think it's really important. And, you know, the the climate has changed now, hasn't it? You know, everyone's seen things very differently over the, la the last 18 months. I think going forward, you know, people want different things, Um you know, whether, you know, people want now to have a hybrid working model and working from home. Um, so from a recruitment perspective, that's going to potentially be more challenging to recruit and attract people. So working with the marketing team to put the right tools in place to attract the right people to market our brand. I think that's really key now going forward and having that relationship with your marketing department is, is vital. I think, do you know what, you're absolutely right. I think that, you know, definitely the last 18 months or so have been a unique challenge, you know, a, a generational challenge, but they've also been a unique opportunity as well. And this whole closer alignment piece has been a unique, unique opportunity that probably wouldn't have presented itself as quickly as it did previously. So, no, why would you go back? It would be daft to go back to the old status quo. You've got to learn, haven't you, and always evolve and move forward, essentially. Of course, yeah. And, you know, one thing that we've heard a lot about this last year is that some people are finding they're actually in greater communication with other departments, purely through the fact that, you know, they're having more video calls and everyone's sort of constantly accessible, weirdly more so than, with, than when they're in the office. Um, and would you say that this cultural shift is playing a role in marketing's relationship with HR? Or is it purely down to, you know, changing requirements, goals, you know, what HR needs for marketing? What do you think, Liz? I'd say more of the latter, but um, perhaps it's a bit of both, but it's definitely been, we have had changing requirements and goals for sure. And it's, it's interesting because it actually, the, the times, you know, we haven't been in the office that much, but the times that we have, marketing and HR were, were quite close by, you know, physically close by. And so um, that's probably been a help. But I think that, you know, 
despite missing the sort of face-to-face interactions, I think that because we've had to work on, um, as we said, this digital recruitment program and this changing um, tra- the transformation piece about how we communicate with the team and stuff has made us more closely aligned. So not necessarily cultural shift, but probably the requirements of the business as well. Yeah, and I think for me, I think then for the future, it'll be more important than ever for organisations to have a, a strong internal and external profile. Um, so to recruit the best talent, to retain the best talent. Um, so for me, that's, you know, the support of marketing, as I've just said, it, it is key and to build that brand and to be known, you know, on all social ma- media platforms. I think you've gone in the days with recruitment, you know, it's it's all digital now, isn't it? Every organisation recruits more digitally, um, and as, especially if we're doing a you know we're we're looking towards hybrid working. So um, having you know two three days in the office, two three days working from home. So we've got to think very differently how we recruit, how we induct. Um, you know, doing everything more virtually, using technology more. Um, so I think. For me, I'm, I'm very lucky to have Andrew and the relationship that we've got, you know, to support with that process. So I can't, I can't see that ever changing. Um, I think the relationship will just grow stronger. Yeah, I can imagine so. Um, but, you know, as we sort of gradually emerge from the pandemic, you know, what do you think the biggest challenge that marketing and HR face as a, as a combined unit? Is it simply going to be a case of hiring marketing professionals virtually, which I imagine has its own challenges? You know, can you really get to know someone via a video call? Or is it a bit more nuanced than that, would you say? I, for me, it's a fraction of that, to be honest. I think it's much bigger than that in terms of you know, just hiring marketing for professionals is just a very small part of it to be honest i think as liz just made a really good solid point about you know when people are looking to to work and people are making a choice about who they want to go and work for so like with anything else whether you're buying a pair of trousers trainers or choosing a house you 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 do your research don't you you make a considered choice a considered purchase so people we as a business and marketing particularly need to understand that the talent pool is out there, our recruitment pool is as important a stakeholder to persuade and engage with as our customers are and as our prospect businesses are as well. So it's it's way bigger than just the hiring piece of marketing professionals. It's uh, yeah, it's quite wide. It's built it's building the brand. You know, for me, you can't recruit recruit great talent um, if you know, they don't know you're out there or they're, they're not aware of your brand. You know, Andrew's done some, some you know, fantastic work with building our website, getting us known um, within the industry. And I think that's just vital. Um, it's just key to, you know, get, getting the best talent. Um, so that's really important for me. Yeah, I think that's a valid point. It's something we don't see probably enough about is that, you know, in order to attract the best people, you've actually got to have a big pool of people who know you and actually want to join you in the first place. So mm. I can really understand how marketing plays an important role there. Um, so it's obviously quite a big challenge to overcome, but how do you how do you intend to overcome that? What are your what are your strategies and tactics to go about it? Can't give the game away completely, Dave. It's uh, <laughs> no. Do, do you know what? I think that it's 
about getting the balance right, I think, moving forward. Because you, you're right, you made the, a really good point before about we are about to move out of you know the worst of the pandemic, and I'm not for a second suggesting that we're out of the woods yet. Um, but we're about to move into another stage, and with it, with that represents its own challenge because we've sort of got used to that whole digital remote working piece, and now we've got to get into a more integrated, inclusive, and involved process of different types of internal communications and team interactions. So. That balance has got to be right, understanding how best to secure, you know, the benefits of hybrid working patterns moving forward. You know, what is right to be virtual? What is right to be face-to-face? What is right to have, you know, hybrid events and gatherings? You know, how do we communicate? How do we engage? How do we retain, as Liz said, you know, from a HR marketing perspective, how do we engage our people to make sure that they want to be with us all the time and and, and they act as ambassadors, you know, to the other friends and you know uh, people that they know within the industry so they, they want to look at fleet solve and think yeah so those guys are doing a great thing there you know they, they really look after the people they communicate with them they engage with them they're doing the right thing you're not they're not just doing great things for their customers they're not just sort of you know helping with this whole decarbonization strategy that they're, they're really helping with their team as well it's a really attractive place to be yeah, absolutely. And I just want to come on to my, my final question here to wrap things up, really. Um, you know, I think marketers have been struggling to to get out of that silo and, and integrate with sales a bit more over the last few years. And that, I think that's just about starting to happen in some cases. Um, but the, the alignment with HR, again, it's not something I, I personally seen tons about. Um, so, you know, what would you say to anyone listening who feels that their marketing department isn't particularly aligned with HR? What success have you personally seen through this new closer relationship um you know there's two things that come to mind for me i think that marketers need to go and see how they can help rather than if they could help hr undoubtedly they can help get amongst it go and offer your help use your knowledge and skill set to deliver the value that you can deliver to other internal functions hr may just be one there could be other areas of the business outside of sales that you can offer real value to. And I think that one of the things that, in my experience, marketers have always said, you know, people don't understand us, they don't understand the challenges that we have. Well, go out and generate, the, get that greater shared understanding of, of your role and your output and what your value is across other different departments because it cascades, doesn't it? It has that sort of ripple effect. You know, it's always a positive when other functions have a deeper understanding of the value that the marketing team can deliver. So, you know, as Liz just said before, you know, and I agree 100%, you know, we, we, that the relationship, the dynamic has changed and it's about very much working together and understanding what both can deliver, what we can bring to the party. So for me, my advice to all marketers would be just reach out and show what you can do. I totally echo what Andrew has just said then. For me, it's been a two-way relationship whereby I feel we've both learned um, a lot about each other's roles and and what we bring to the organisation. And I think that will really define our roles for the future because now more than ever, um, I think people are our priority um, and getting the culture right in an organisation. And... You know, without marketing the brand, um, you know, 
we're not going to get the right people of the right culture. So I think it's really important and engaging marketing attracts great talent, as, as I've said. So therefore, making the recruitment process for me much easier. Yeah, I think that's a um, wonderful place to leave it. So Andrew, Liz, thank you very much. Liz in particular, it's always nice to have a voice outside of marketing because I think we can sometimes get in our own little bubble. So it's good to have to invite mm. someone who can give a, a slightly different perspective. Um, that's no no shade on you, Andrew. Well. Thank you for joining as well. <laughs> no, absolutely. It was a pleasure to be here. And thanks very much for the opportunity, Dave. Thank you. Fantastic. Well, thank you very much. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening, rather. Um, if you'd like to listen to any of our other podcasts, please just head to www.b2bmarketing.net slash podcasts. Thank you very much. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye.